0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about you yeah!
2: this, Cowboys? This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Wow. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World
0: Headquarters
3: at the Star in Frisco.
4: on Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it
0: into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broadus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Well,
5: well, well, here we are. Finally, back together again as we approach the NFL's new year. We're just over a week away from the new year, and there's so much to talk about on Talking Cowboys a couple of gentlemen here are just back from the scouting combine in Indianapolis a couple of days ago. That would be one Brian brought us. Hello, Brian.
1: Hello, sir. Happy what? Mardi Gras everybody That's out right. there.
5: All right. Got a little fat Tuesday going yeah. on here. Mickey,
1: we're in the purple. Appreciate How about that, that, Mickey. Thank yeah. you.
5: There you go.
1: Rob Phillips
5: was in Indy as well. Hello, Rob. Hello, Bill. Good to see you again. Good to see you. And the old gray beard is here as well. Mickey Spagnola,
3: Who's back from the mountains. You were in the mountains. Yeah. Where'd you go?
5: Colorado. All right. Very good.
3: Got out just before the avalanches.
6: Yeah. I saw some video of that. Wow. It's right where we were. Oh, man. He grows this beard this time every year because he goes skiing every off season. And every year we tell him you should keep it on. Yeah. And every year he shaves it.
1: (laughs) Well, why do you shave it off? Because
6: I get tired of it. Okay.
3: Looks
1: like Humphrey Bogart in the African Queen. You think? The movie. I need some like gin, you know, give him some gin on the boat. That's ready not, to go. That sounds good, very, Ryan. You're
5: especially an every, today, you're an everyday shaver, right?
1: I have to. It, I, am, it, well, I mean, not I have to because I look like a catfish if I don't. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm not like Mickey or Rob. Rob, Rob can Rob can go the day. Yeah, I shave. he's but,
5: done.
3: But
1: but yeah, same it, it he's kinda, got a
6: Romo look to him. I shave like three times a day.
5: Don't
3: you get tired of shaving every day? You know what? Because I just,
5: of TV, I um on my on a day off I'll go a, yeah. I'll go a, a day I without fish. it but by the second day I just want to get it I want to get it scraped off when so.
1: I fish I don't shave it off you all. guys are Damn, in a no. little
5: hopscotch mode today <laughs> yeah we're <laughs> yes. hopscotching yeah all right so we are back together <laughs> after that was this coming. is for the first time in about 3 weeks I guess i think so that we've convened yeah. all right where in the world do you want to start
6: you tell us bud anywhere you want to go All right, a lot of different directions. um,
5: Okay, obviously we've got a little Jason Witten news from last week, and we've got uh, some sound we're going to play as well. Let's uh, let's dive into that in just a second. First off, just wrap up your weekend in Indianapolis and what you saw out of the scouting combine.
1: Well, it was you know, I was trying to focus on the players, and then Rob got thrown into not focusing on the players, and then focusing into suspensions and veteran players that retire and re-sign and all that. So that was kind of a, you know, we had all the people there to, to take care of that. I think the the thing that was interesting to me about the combine was that the positions that you feel like it, that have some depth to them, the running backs, the tight ends, the defensive tackles, the defensive ends, some guys, uh, receivers at the corners, There's some there's some kids that did a really nice job of, Preparing themselves, there used to be a time at the combine where the agents wouldn 't let these kids run now these kids all these kids run, which is good, so you get to see him work out. You never fault a kid if he has a bad day, say he has a bad time, and anybody works out. you know I think that that you know you always applaud that kid because you know you can catch him on a pro day. But overall, I think the group was good. I think that some guys solidified where they needed to be position-wise. I think there's some guys that that ran well enough. You're saying, okay, I need to go back and look at that tape a little bit more. Maybe it doesn't change your grade two, three rounds or something like that, but maybe it moves them up ahead of a guy or two. So, yeah, and and again, it's always about the medical. We didn't hear anything major come out of the – Last year, you know, one of the players uh, had a a heart condition and stuff that they had to deal with. Hearst from Michigan, right? Yeah, Yeah. Hearst, Michigan. Absolutely right, Rob. So that didn't happen. But everything, uh, you know, as far as interviews, medical, stuff like that was a a really, really positive for a lot of kids. And I guarantee you the Dallas Cowboys got some good work done with the guys that they visited with.
6: Your takeaway, Rob, Brian's right. I didn't talk to a single prospect over the week. And usually I like to visit with those guys because they have their podium sessions and all that. Uh, Dave and I were pretty busy with the Cowboys end of things. And obviously a lot of things happened. Um, the front office was really, they're always busy that time of year. Agents are in town. Uh, this was a notably busy week. Um, they spoke, I believe with just about every one of these top guys that they have that are eligible for extensions. I mean, you name them, they probably had a formal visit or at least talked to the agent a little bit informally, uh, about a contract uh demarcus lawrence being the the key piece there and the most pressing need that they have and uh and it was interesting talking to some people just their perspective on the on the witten return and, yeah. and what that means and what they're thinking with him
1: when we dropped off our gear at about eight thirty on saturday night in indianapolis on that bus mm-hmm. you know we're fortunate to throw it under there under there and let it come back this way jerry steven todd williams adam pacifica those guys were on that bus so like, like Rob said, th- there was some some dealing going on there as far as discussions and things like that. So all the brain trust, one spot, all the agents in one spot, hopefully that can get something done for you in the future. And, of
5: course, Jerry had his annual uh, powwow with the media on the bus on Saturday as well in Indianapolis. So what's your takeaway about what's come, what's been happening, not in the mountains, but elsewhere? It just... Goes to show that you can't go away for a
3: week. Uh-huh, in The, the right. roof camp Yeah, but you yeah. got to, right? You got to get, right get away. It's just amazing get away this
1: thing, yeah.
3: uh, how things. Uh, I got a text. I'm on the. I'm on. I'm out skiing. I get a text from a friend, and he goes, "Is this April Fool's Day? <laughs> Hashtag Witten. I'm going yeah. with. The hell's he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you know, ten minutes later the release comes out. Well, Should
6: have known three weeks ago, and you were there too. that I yes. was there too. And the you Whitney, were there too. Yes.
5: Collegiate man of the year deal.
6: Right upstairs here. Mm-hmm. He had it at the star, and you know, he was asked, you know, kind of in jest a little bit by Clarence Hill, you know, no comeback, right? You know? And he kind of looking back, he kind of hemmed and hawed about it. And obviously it was on his mind, and, and it might have been in the works as far back as then. I, you know, who knows? Did he, didn't he say, though, that ship has sailed? He kind of said— like that? He kind of said, I don't Not know that we're going to go down that road. But yeah. it wasn't with a lot of conviction. But you
3: know what made my ears perk up that night was the fact that when he was asked about wanting to coach, and he said, yeah, at some point I think I'd like to coach— And so he was kind of opening the door for, Mm -hmm.
6: okay, this is is temporary. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he
5: did that – I interviewed him last May, right after he had gotten the job at his camp. And I asked him about coaching and the Tennessee rumors. And, you know, he was – He was talking at that time. I mean, it sounded legitimate that he talked to um, whoever at Tennessee, and but the timing wasn't right. Kind of like the same deal. The, The talk about him maybe coming back late in the season. The time, and he said the timing, you know, wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't. Didn't just didn't work out. I mean, it would it would not. He didn't even commit to saying that he would, that he was entertaining the thought. But it wouldn't be right anyway. Yeah. But but I agree with you, Rob. When I when I heard, the, went back and listened to the way he answered those questions, uh, we should have read through the lines there and and realized that yeah, he's seriously contemplating. You think
1: this. the most miserable he's been has been on TV? Miserable as just professionally. Like
3: feeling, yeah, feeling oh, wise. Okay, well, I don't
5: know that. I don't know that actually doing the job necessarily, but the reaction from it probably. I
1: mean, was it was was it more about him wanting to play, or was it more about just not wanting to deal with that anymore?
6: Um, I think the criticism stung him, no question about it. We talked about it. you and I kicked this around a lot last week as it was unfolding he's a competitive guy yes I'm sure he hated the criticism absolutely he's a guy that is really a perfectionist at everything he does uh you mentioned the bus bill i asked jerry that question like were you surprised about that he wants to come back approach you guys want to come back he said he was with him a couple of weeks after he took the job at espn mm-hmm. and i don't know if miserable i don't know if miserable is the right term uh but he, obviously, it was tugging at him even after he made the decision. So that's before the criticism. I don't think he ever,
2: I don't know if he ever really wanted to leave,
5: honestly. Let's, let's uh, take a listen to what Jerry had to say
2: about Witten. I always knew uh, that he was interested in uh, playing. I've always known that. Uh, he wasn't uh, uh, totally, uh, totally and completely convicted about never playing again that was bothersome to him when he made the decision, uh, both he and Michelle both uh, as a family were uh, really struggling with that decision to uh, leave uh, the uh, as a leaving the game as a player forever. And so uh, it, it never left that I had occasion to be with Jason several times after that As Uh, As early as when he was introduced by ESPN up in New York I was in a part of the group that introduced him to all the time buyers at their annual time there in New York and so had a little role in that and at that particular time it was still uh, a uh, uh, highly uh, uh, thought out uh, sensitive area about not playing again as early as a week or two after he made the decision to not play. So it was always there. Nothing surprised me about his desire to do that or his desire to be on the field and looking into his future, his desire to be involved uh, directly into the football coaching aspect of it. As a matter of fact, uh, we both agreed that his time as a broadcaster wouldn't preclude him from being a coach. It could very easily uh, give him a certain uh, perspective and an an experience asset that could help him coach his time as a broadcaster. So uh, that combined with his playing experience didn't shut that door for him at all. But uh, it was uh, uh, just more than uh, he wanted to endure, so he came back to play, as he said.
5: And to my knowledge, Jason Witten has not done any interviews since making the decision. Now, y'all haven't seen any comments from no, him, right? Mickey, we I talked
3: were... to him yesterday. We ran into him at lunch. We ran him to but, him but, uh, at you yeah. lunch, but he no, done it any wasn't formal, yeah, yeah, formal for interviews. But you know what? He looked happy. He uh-huh. really looked happy. He was back in his element. element. He no was question. Shooting the bull with everybody. He. They, the, the lunchroom was basically closed, and he was still in there yeah. talking with the PR guys. And
5: Right. Uh, a, one local TV station, it wasn't mine, I can't remember which one, uh, caught up with him that night that, he made the, that the press release came out. He was at an event, and it was just a little uh, off-of-cell-phone video. Um, he, he made the comment on that that had, this had been something he thought about nine months ago. So which like coming back, yeah, coming back, did he so, waste
1: a year? you think and looking back on it now with all we know and and what Jerry Jones just said, could he, waste he, could, a year as far as his football career, yeah, I mean, could he have helped this team could could yeah. could he have been you know a difference maker on this team yeah, is, is he capable still capable of that
6: well, we got to see that, uh what? but Jerry did say on the bus as well to your question, he brings something as a blocker as a really I think more so as a as an underneath option and a red zone guy. Red, we talk about red zone all year long.
1: Your new Cole Beasley again?
6: Well, yeah, that they just didn't have last year the tight end position. Jarwin came on late, you know, but they didn't have that experience, no question about it last yeah. year. He just I think he brings know-how
3: to the to the equation because
6: yeah. we we keep forgetting
3: They played with three tight—out of the four tight ends they kept, three of them had not played in the league. Right. Three of them.
1: So you're saying he could have made a big
3: difference. So I don't know if it was a big difference from a production standpoint, but just kind of knowing what to do. I mean, Blake Jarwin, I mean, you saw him come on, right? Uh, Schultz looked like, oh, wasted pick, and then it's like, oh, he knows how to play tight end. But it took a while. And, and maybe if it was from the beginning when it didn't take somebody a while, it would offset a little bit of not having a wide receiver core out there capable of carrying this team sure. Till Cooper showed up. Uh, so, yeah, I think from a know-how standpoint, his production would have helped out. Now, would he have turned 3-5 and five into 5-3? Five and three? I don't know. Yeah, because there were two games in there. They went into or what? Two games in well, overtime. Let's certainly hope he
5: didn't help that much. They wouldn't have made the Amari Cooper trade. <laughs> well, that's true. No, they
1: still knew they needed. They knew they needed that. What's what's his role going forward? What what do we? You know, he's always worn the C on his chest. Yeah, he's always been the guy that people have looked up to. Gold jacket, wit. They have Pro Shop items for him. You can buy every day. What's his role in this going forward? I do
3: not think he's going to play 55 of 60 snaps in the game. Do you
1: believe that with your heart? Yeah, I do. Do you really? Yes. Yes. Man, that uh, that's, un- that's unusual. Because I don't see Jason Witten doing anything less than what he's always done. So
6: 2017 season, he played 98% of the snaps. 98%. But
5: well, it's going to be interesting to see with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, how much two tight end they use, you know, yeah. and, and just what his philosophy just, uh, is gonna be to for those tight end opportunities. You no, know, we've
1: all covered this guy a long time. He he's not one of those types of guys that's gonna just sit there. But you I know,
3: think it has to be before he made this decision to come back, some sort of understanding
2: but because it, it, I don't it,
3: think if he had come back last year that they were going to give him 55 I think,
5: 60
1: snaps. I think, and I didn't... Well, i tell you what, that does not... That I did not seem hear this real, from... Germany. I appreciate what you're saying, Mickey, but that just does not seem realistic. You know what? Not with Jason Witten. Yeah,
5: I think that that subject may have been broached with him leading into the... Offseason last year that they wanted to cut, maybe it was one of the reasons why he stepped away. Contributed to why he started yeah. seriously looking at the Monday Night Football thing when it came open. Sure, um, uh, and, and in fact, in fact, uh, let's uh, take a listen to J- this is Jason Witten back in November, right before he did the Cowboy game against Tennessee, and talking about uh what went into his uh, thought process uh in retiring and taking that espn job
4: yeah it was really hard i mean it was uh you know it was one of those decisions that like you know uh, give me till wednesday Uh, i need a couple more days deadline friday uh give me to the weekend how about the next wednesday i mean it just it went on and on and on and um you know i said it when i retired like i assumed that i would just die on the vine and i was completely perfectly fine with that Um, I think a lot goes into a decision like that. You know what your expectation and standard for yourself and how you want to play and what you expect out of yourself. Forget, Forget about what other people's expectations are for you. And after 15 years, you know, I think my best football was behind me in a lot of ways. Could I go help a team? Certainly. Can I go, you know, make plays on third and five to get a first down? Absolutely. I felt like that. But also knew, I mean, look, they had young guys they liked. They wanted to see them, and rightfully so. And, uh, and look, if I could play to I was 50, I would in that situation. I mean, there's, you're right, Dan. There's nothing I love more than playing football. So, is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. Of course it's going to be hard. I mean, you guys know me well enough to know that the one thing that I loved was playing football, not necessarily just the games either. You know, like I, I enjoyed the process of improving, you know, looking at my own tape, putting the team together love that process of it too and so you know I miss it like heck and I I just felt like at that point all those things kind of coming together with a unique opportunity to stay around the game uh kind of led me to my decision
6: you know we got another guy hall of fame guy in Dallas Dirk Navisky who's entering probably it's probably the last year of his career we'll see and he's taking a well, he said he hinted the other day he may come back another year. I'm yep.
1: like, really? Yeah, after they're getting okay. blown out by 40. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs>
6: uh, I'm not saying it's, these two things are exactly the same, but he's taking a much large, uh, much smaller role. I, I'm with Brian here. I have, a, I don't think he's going to play 98% of the snaps, but I have a hard time seeing him take a I, much lesser role. I, I, and, and, and the reason why is if Jason Garrett, and he said this in his address uh, at Combine Week, it's about competition, right? If he's still the best tight end on this team, and physically he comes back and can still do it, he's going to be on the field a lot. Do you think physically he is? Well, we have to see it. But why would he, he? Why would he come back if he can't? Okay, so I my mean, my question is
3: then: Were the Cowboys thinking we are in such bad situation at tight end? Jason Garrett, please come back. Or Jason Witten. Did Jason Witten? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, or was it? We just hey, lost a lot of listeners. Jerry Jones, I, I would like to come back and play.
1: I think I bet you, and this is just total speculation on my part. I think he and Jason Garrett sat down at the Pro Bowl and had this discussion. I think that's how yeah. this went. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and sure. then and if you remember, if you remember, Stephen and Jerry left where they were at the Senior Bowl. They left Mobile and flew to Orlando for a dinner, and then that's where I bet you this all came down. I bet you this is where. Jason and and, and Witt, both Jasons, and then the Joneses got together and said, okay, this is what we're thinking about doing? Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. But, 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 were they so
3: desperate that they were begging him to come back? The, remember or the, was it a mutual? Did you see the
1: first thing situation? that Jason said to me yesterday when he saw me? What's that? He goes, it wasn't, high, Brian. It was, a lot of good tight ends in this draft. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> right. He knew. He knew. You know, he goes, a lot of good tight ends in this draft. It wasn't. And I was like, Hey, old man, welcome back. You know, I mean, he was the first thing he said to me is there's a lot of good tight ends in this draft. And he knows that.
5: And Jerry said, and we're going to hear Jerry now, that, that this does not preclude the Cowboys taking a tight end with uh. their first pick in this draft. Let's hear from Jerry.
4: I wouldn't be in a progress stopper for the young guys, and does that impact your decision on a tight end in the draft?
2: Not at all. We uh, um, It won't do anything, but. Uh, 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 accentuate uh, what the tight end what Whitten's position can do on our team it will do that uh, it won't deter us in any way of using uh, our first pick for a tight end if we have the opportunity to uh, and I don't look as Whitten as a progress stopper uh, I think uh, when you uh, Look at how hopefully we can spread the ball around, put enough stuff in during OTAs, put enough stuff in in training camp, call on them as we go through the season. Uh, I think that uh, Whitten will have his place. He certainly has got his place uh, in what we do in our blocking and protection and uh, running.
5: So does anybody here think that Witten is a progress stopper?
3: No, because I don't think they're going to
5: allow that to happen
3: i'm going to go back and say it i think what happened the second half of the season with those two tight ends that you want to play those guys and he only signed a one-year deal right, right? Mm-hmm. it's a one-year deal i think he did jerry use the word or do i just make it up i think he accentuates what they have but i don't think that he just comes in and tells everybody go sit down i'm I'm, I'm the I'm the guy. And now the one I, guy I, that I it's going right, to affect. Ricky. I hope you're right. And the one guy that it might affect is Jeff Swain. Oh no, Jeff Being Swain. Resigned, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. He's a free agent. I'm sure he's sitting there going son of a
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he if you, again, you know, you bring Witten in, you talk about the two guys, the young guys and how they played well. And then you don't forget Rico. Well, I think they're going to
5: forget Rico. Okay. Yeah. And I, so okay. that leaves you Witten and Jarwin
1: and Schultz and one other spot could be. You know, this team's played with three tight ends before, yeah. and you know, let's see if they play with a fourth. But I wonder if it's going to keep them from drafting a, a tight end. And I know the I know the general manager just said no, but I wonder now if it's like, well, we've got Wit, they, you know, we've got they, Wit, yeah, and, we, and we and we got think
5: like and we
1: got Mickey's two young tight ends that he likes. I think you know. It, yeah. I mean, do you want to sit there and say? At 58, we're going to hit this guy. At 90, we're going to hit this guy. The impression I got is it 90 or 91? By the way, 90 uh, third round. Yeah, 90, 90. Yeah. 90. Okay. Yeah. The impression I'll I got this out. talk before the draft. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> impression I got talking to folks up there. It's it's they don't have a first round pick. So and they've gotten where they get the sales in trouble is they feel they go into a draft saying we got to do this, yeah, we got to do this. Yeah. They don't. Now they definitely don't feel that way now at tight end now could they still draft a guy mm-hmm. yeah, but this is looks this looks like somewhat of a band-aid to get you through next year uh and address other positions depending on what value is there if, if a tight end falls right to you though and you love him i wouldn't i wouldn't pass on him. Bill, but but yeah. you don't go into now saying I got to do this now at tight end. I don't think.
1: Bill, where's tight end on your list of priorities? Oh, I think
5: it's right up there, and I think it it's been up there for me f- for three years now. Oh, I mean, I thought I thought that they were ill prepared for a I mean, we didn't know year to year when Witten was going to call it quits. Yeah. And I thought it was I I thought they needed to have a tight end who they were grooming to be the heir apparent, whatever. And and that Witten could help mentor along, you know, even two years ago. Has it been three years of slippage? And I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not talking so much about the Witten's play, as in, but more so when once he reaches 34, 35 years old, he's not going to play much longer. Yeah, you know. Oh, he's playing now. Right. <laughs> yeah. But even at thirty seven, um, even if he's playing a lot, heck, I mean, it's more imperative than ever right now that
3: you got. But doesn't that the, the, his presence, I think, opens the door to continuing to use a two tight end formation. I think they forced it last year, especially early in the season. Sure. By golly, we are a two-tight end running, and those guys weren't good enough. To now, I'm not saying Witten comes in and he's the big blocker, right? Because oh, he was that, struggling that, a little there, bit no, with that in his last. No year. No question. If we're going to be honest, you're you're honest.
1: Appreciate that. Um, so I mean, Hannah I, was I,
5: the guy, and then Swaim. Oh, right. well, Escobar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> James Hanna though was I thought was a big help. But anyway, right. you're Losing right. are Hanna hurt. Oh, right. no no question. James Hanna Cause hurt. Cuz Escobar wasn't ready to take on Not even
3: that role. close. Not even close. And obviously everybody else doesn't think so either cuz right. Except the for AF. Right yeah. Right yeah, right, right. right. yeah, Do you guys watch that? Not at all. A little bit. I should, but I don't. You know what it tells me that we the entire country doesn't have enough offensive linemen for the NFL and they certainly don't have it for another league. You can only rush five guys in that like, league too. G- right. Like good guys. So yeah. And, they're and trying I, to get
5: rules. They have rules. Really? Yeah, you oh, can yeah? Only rush five guys. And
3: and yeah. I think consequently everybody's oh, wow. talking about, gosh, these quarterbacks are terrible. Yeah. There's no protection for these guys. Yeah, they're that. not very good to start with, and now you don't protect them and sorry, I I watched the other day.
1: Yeah.
5: Bored in the mountains. No, no, I was Uh, home already. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, I guess we're going to take a break here. We have much more to get into, and in fact tag day in the NFL. Demarcus Lawrence coming up next year on Talking Cowboys.
0: Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Get the live sports you love. Try Direct TV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirectTVnow.com. Direct TV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we monthly at full price. Currently, minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A
5: man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements, it projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit. Just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson
2: is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the Pro Shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island.
6: Tommy John gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles the boys. With over 3 million pairs sold, we put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys.
1: I'd like to say thanks, too to all the folks that follow along with us on Periscope. That's one of my new favorite things. So thank you guys for joining us live. We appreciate that.
3: Yes, thanks for Tommy John.
1: They work for skiing, too. But. Oh, very good.
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's good to know. Good to know. They keep you warm, too, right? Yes. Yeah. But the access they, is wonderful. That's they're weird. not
5: only Tommy John, they're also Tommy Long Johns,
3: too.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Bill. All right. Um, have we discussed all the Witten that we need to discuss? I think or, so. Or something to clean up there.
1: Okay. Mickey thinks he's playing 25% of the plays. That's Okay. <laughs> There's did no said, way in hell, Mickey. Did I not? say twenty five? Uh, Mickey, I'm just having fun with you you know that. I'm How not... about thirty? <laughs> yeah, thirty would be thirty would be all right. That's
5: fifty percent. What percentage of the plays do you expect DeMarcus Lawrence to play? Oof.
1: Gosh, don't let this thing go any longer than it has to, please.
5: Um You
3: know what I think's going on? What? I think we have agent collusion going on. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? None of these other defensive ends, pass rushers, they all got tagged, didn't they? Hmm. Javadian Clowney. Yeah. Mm -hmm. D. Ford. Mm -hmm. um, Who was the other guy who wrote down? Uh, Frank Clark, Seattle. And even the defensive tackle at Atlanta, Grady... Jarrett, Jarrett good all these guys got yeah. tagged, and I think from an agent standpoint, no one wants to be the first guy out there to set the market value because if the next guy signs for more than his guy signed,
1: and they're all about the same age. I think there's yeah. a race to try and get this done first, though, if you're a team. You don't want Clowney or somebody like that. To
3: set the market value. Yeah, But, yeah. but from a team standpoint, I agree with yeah. you. But from an agent
6: standpoint, no one wants to be the first one to put his toe that's, in the water. That's interesting. But in a way, hasn't the market already been set when Khalil Mack got Wait, his view? Hold on, hold on,
5: hold on. A half
3: million you know what, these guys are Khalil Mack. You
5: know Mack.
6: what muddied the waters?
5: Daniil Hunter. Daniil Hunter of the Minnesota Vikings. Was it $80 million? Signing a five-year, $72 million 72, deal, yeah. $40 million guaranteed. Last year. This, go, he goes starts it before, this year. Yeah. No, it, but it starts this year. But the right. extension yeah. was last year, right? He, he signed it in the offseason, yeah. but he was still played last year on the fourth year on of his contract. Last, contra- year, last right. year of his contract. contract. Right. So right. it kicks in this year, five years, $72 million, 40 million guaranteed, while Khalil Max was six years, $141 million, 90 million guaranteed. Right. So you've got a forty million guarantee on a guy who has the same numbers in his first 64 games in his career that DeMarcus Lawrence had or has in his first 64 games. and In fact, it's slightly better. But, And so you know the Cowboys are working from off that contract, and D-Law
6: is working off the Khalil Mack contract. And that, now how do they meet? That's I wasn't saying, Mick, that the next deal is going to exceed Mack. Mack's the ceiling. Yeah. It's where, to Bill's point, how far you come under that? Because he's the best pass rusher in the league. He's the best defensive player in the league.
5: And he's the best one out there in free agency right
1: now. Guy in the guy at the Rams would disagree with you on that.
6: Well, As far as edge rushers.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I'm just,
6: Don, Donald, you're right. Donald's but, number but one. Mac best edge rusher. The, Mac
5: has the just, biggest contract of a
1: defensive player. This though, is so. the problem, though. Let's not – again, I'm not busting on everybody here. I'm just saying these deals are not about ceilings and floors. You know, it, 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 it people think that, oh well you have the parameters, go do it. That's what it's really not You have to project further into the future. You have to look at you have to look at your own team. Hmm. You know, I, I challenge any team to have the number of contracts of quality players that the Cowboys have coming up next year. That's right. It's I mean, crazy. seriously, they, it's they've done such yeah. they have done such a great job of drafting players that now, they're that, coming due. now it's come and do. And, and so, you know, everybody's like, you know, and I know on Twitter, I, I, you know, I know Mickey is adverse to Twitter at times, and I don't blame him for that. But I'm just saying, though, everybody's like, you've got this, you've got this, make the deal. It's not that simple. It really isn't. They have to think about other pieces in place, too, for their team.
3: And, and there's another kind of... Uh factor in there when you mentioned next year yes with all the guys that they have yeah it's also the final year of the cba yeah and there's some other get ready we um, might not all be working there's get- some other asterisks in there yeah. on what the what you can do in the last the year uncapped of the year. cba yeah. it's 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 not uncapped this year but there's yeah. some the 30 percent rule right and and what you can do with uh uh, yearly, annual salary. Right. So there's a lot of things to think about, not just this year, but what's going to happen next year. This, this is this is
1: not it's easy. Pretty complicated. Do. This is not easy to do for either side. You know, this is not easy for the agent side because, again, like Mickey brought up, you do not want to create a bad deal. You, you, you know, you do not want to you do not want to set the market and someone go you only got you only got my guy you only got me this and that guy got this and I'm just as good as you know that didn't we go through this with with Des Bryant Des Bryant, same, Thomas it's the same thing all well, right now the injury thing to his shoulder though see that's the other thing that's the big concern and to your point they also I, they
6: can't want this to drag out like the des thing because des didn't need surgery and on top of that yeah Des skipped the entire off season I think it affected him going into the season. That oh, no, he I absolutely now, agree now, with now, you. Now, Lawrence is probably going to miss most of the offseason anyway when he does yes. get the surgery. Yes. So that's it's a little bit of a moot point, but you want to get that done, and you want to have him ready for training. Camp. But do you cave into an agent no, that's you don't. holding
3: you hostage? <laughs> no, you Because don't. I think at this point, no, with, you don't. With, with Randy Gregory indefinitely suspended, them knowing that David Irving's not coming back, I guarantee you his guy Cantor sitting there going, uh-huh. huh. Okay. No, you don't. They're, I'm speaking more. you
6: hostage? I'm oh, speaking yeah. more. Sorry, Brian. No, no you're I'm, good. We did a mailback question on this, this morning. I'm speaking more to the fans. We got a question that was like, why are they willing to just wait this out? I think they want to get a deal done. They absolutely
3: they want to get, to a get, a get this yeah. done.
6: So they can
1: do business. Yes. Yeah.
6: So what if these guys asking
1: for $25 million That's That's what we don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what we don't know. And that's why I'm trying to tell everybody out there, oh, you think there's a ceiling and there's a floor. No. We don't know what the a we don't know what the Cowboys have offered. The Cowboys might have offered $23 million. And the agent said, no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. And that's
3: what that's what held up last year. Yep. They weren't intent on making him play on the franchise tag, but when they found out what their guy was asking, yeah. it was like, oh, we're not even in the same universe.
1: Let me ask you this. Where does he rank on the on the uh, on the players on the team? Where would you put him as, as far as importance? And I'm not just talking about the locker room stuff, but I'm talking about as a player. He's right up there. Is he more important than the quarterback? No. No, but but he's Is he more important than the runner? No. Is he more important than wide the, receiver. Yes. The, the
3: wide receiver? The wide receiver is I think in the It's in the the wide receiver is in the same ballpark. Okay. Because if you think about it, you got your fastball day, Mickey. I appreciate you. If you think about it, the the Cowboys need that wide receiver, right? Yeah. And if you think about defensively, who's your next best? I mean, I understand Vander Esch. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But this guy, you don't have any alternatives to
6: him.
5: No question. Is he more important than the perennial Pro Bowl right guard?
6: He's the most de- important defensive player they got. I'll I'll put it like that, and then you can you can put
1: whatever. So he's top guy five then. Yeah, with four of them being offensive players.
6: I'd put I Dak Zeke, and then you can I can have a discussion on anybody else. I mean, he might be third for me.
1: Okay, third. I
6: mean, how how long have they been waiting for that war daddy pass rusher that we're talking about? And yeah. now Randy Gregory's second on the team in sacks. Who knows when he's reinstated? Is, is he more we
1: wrote about Taco today in a star evaluation? Yeah. How about that? Hold your breath.
6: Taco might be your starting right end right now.
5: Yeah. All right. Uh Crawford. Along the well, I was gonna ask you, what's Tyrone Crawford's
1: best position? I think playing I think playing right defensive end right is his best his end. best spot. Okay. I, I really do, and it, 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 in the scheme, it is.
5: So what I'm getting at, and what you're getting at, is okay. If they don't have Demarcus Lawrence, what do they have at defensive end? Oh, you get Armstrong, you've got, you've got Taco, Armstrong, Taco, Charlton, Tyrone yeah. Crawford, yeah. whoever
6: you draft, yeah. whoever you might need right. to
5: sign. How do the Cowboys handle this right now? They've okay, they've tendered twenty and a half million dollars franchise tag they have all right that's half the marcus DeMarcus, their, half half demarcus. Space, basically yeah. all right how do they handle it if demarcus does not sign the tag as it sounds like he's not going to right now and he's not going to have the surgery right now how do they handle it as free agency approaches as this offseason happens now can
1: i you say free agency mm-hmm. can i interest you in trade Well, that's part of it. Can I interest you in maybe, you know, with a deep defensive line group? Can I maybe interest you in in if if you don't feel like you can make any progress? And and, and I'm not saying that you mean a trade for a draft pick? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. And here's. And I'm not saying you're going to get two ones.
5: So right. Maybe you get a what one did, and a three.
1: Maybe, what, did the, you know.
5: what did the Patriots get for Chandler Jones three years ago? Did you write it down? Yes. Because
1: I'm terrible at remembering. Yes. I played I've games that. I've okay, what did they get for Chandler Jones? yesterday. Okay. And the, the Again, Patri- folks, we're just talking. Yeah, we're just, we're right. just, this is a radio show. This right. is not, Exactly. Yeah, this, we're not proposing you, we are, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it's just talking.
5: This is just how the Patriots yes. handled yes. this situation three years ago. Yes, exactly. And, all right, because basically, upstairs – They've got to look at all parameters. If he's not going to sign this tender, okay, they've got to look at. We can't be. They got a lot. They've got a lot
1: going on. That's, Mickey Mickey exactly. spelled it out for right. you. What's going to happen to two thousand twenty? Right. So,
5: what the Patriots did, they they Chandler Jones was at this point, okay, and they wound up trading him to the Arizona Cardinals, and they got a second round pick. And Jonathan Cooper in return, and you recall Jonathan Cooper was right. a former first round draft pick who had busted, and he busted with the Patriots too, and of course wound up here eventually. Right, but so that's what they did. And Chandler Jones goes to Arizona, and he's had three terrific years, sure, have. including 17 sacks one season. Yes, I yes. mean he's been he's played lights out, better than he did with the Patriots, but yes. as far as stats go, right, yep, okay. What's happened with Arizona the last three years? Team is yeah. I mean, they were in the conference championship game the year before. Right. And they've gone down the tubes. What have the Patriots done here the last three years? Now they've got Belichick. They've got Brady, whatever. But this is how they handled that situation, and this is the way the Patriots do business. Right. You don't see them paying big bucks to any of their edge rushers. Not at okay? all. No. What they did that year in, in 2016 is they used that money that would have gone to Chandler Jones. They signed Chris Hogan as a restricted free agent from Buffalo, and he contributed for them. They signed Chris Long as an unrestricted free agent at a bottom, you know, Bottom of the barrel price tag, like two and a half million dollars, kind of like the human log, right? And make a human log move, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they made do, and they wound up winning the Super Bowl that year, right? I mean, but uh, but anyway, I think the Cowboys have to now. If if he's not going to sign this tender, they got to look at all options in free agency, and what and, and what they can do as far as the tag is concerned. Either they can, if they like, like if they see a guy in free agency, let's say. Just throw a name out there. And there's not much out there, really, as far as edge rushers, I don't think. Right. I mean, Trey Flowers is one of the guys in the Patriots. But let's say Trey Flowers, who's not Demarcus Lawrence in your mind, but he will sign for, you know, half of what they are offering Lawrence, okay? They could even just rescind the tag, and Lawrence can become a free agent, and they can, sure. you know, take care of their protection business. It protects
3: you. Yeah. The, the guy with uh, the Rams,
5: at uh, Dante Fowler, Fowler, he's yeah. a free
3: agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I don't know that I.
1: I mean,
5: can well, you get three of those guys
1: for the price that you'd be paying Lawrence? Well, we sound like we're trying to like uh, receiver by committee again, right? Exactly. are like, like well, doing.
3: I don't at like it. At a, at I don't like posi- it. No, no. Right. At another position, nobody likes it. But yeah. it, but but, to, but Bill, it, to
1: Bill's point, you have to consider. all You that. have to consider because if. If he's not, if he has no intention of signing, look at the situation Pittsburgh's in right now so, with their. I know they got Connor and stuff like that, but you know they had to go through that whole year of just dealing with that. And I and I, and again, the one thing that is different about Lawrence as as these other edge rushers, he plays the run. He does everything. He has he, got he, a he plays relentless the run. about him. And, and and, he you know, can, and he's he, been great yeah. in the locker room. His teammates love him. You know, he gets along with everybody in the locker room. It's not, you know, it's just not one. you know what one, you have any. You know what you have, but the thing about it is, though, is it going to be, and like we were talking about earlier, the Cowboys might be offering top money, yeah. and his agent is saying, no, wait a minute, he rushes the passer, he plays the run, he's great in the locker room, and you want to pay him that? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this, and that's where and even though some- that's where it might be just too much because you've got other things you cannot handicap your team, you cannot or hamstring whatever you want to do, whatever yep. word you want to use, yep. you have to think about your team going forward, and there's a wrench in your trade idea. Mm-hmm.
3: The shoulder who's gonna give you exactly market price for a guy might not needs get what you want shoulder that's, right. yeah. that's
1: yeah. why well, that's I'm, why I said the second that, round pick
5: that's, well that's why I'm also throwing out there if you you got to talk to all these edge rushers and yeah. you got to figure out okay can I get two or three of these guys yeah okay well, I, and use the rotation process for the same amount of money that I would be oh, and yeah, uh-huh. you know, or yeah. less the money committee. and
6: I don't want no more committees.
3: Well, yeah. and what does
5: well, that do with Earl Thomas? You better, I mean, well, it,
6: I, it, you know what? It, I, mm, that's another story because it's OK.
1: If he wants to be the highest paid guy in the league, but then, but, you know. but, but we've had this discussion on this show about Earl Thomas, Mickey and I, we've all come up with numbers two years guarantee if that's not good enough for old Thomas, I can't play with you. I'm sorry. No, because I can't. I can't. It was, you know, if you if you know if you want to go back and look at yourself, you should say, okay, we should have given up the second round pick instead of picking Connor Williams. That damn, that's on us. But if but, but it, they didn't want the second, but they didn't. Well, no, no, that's what they offered. Seattle. That's Seattle. what I'm saying, but Seattle came back and said, hey, what'd no, you, you we know, want a first. Yeah, but if you if you look at the situation. I, I have I have parameters on that position, on the safety. If I, I had years and I had money, and if it's not good enough, I can't play with you anymore. I'm sorry. If you don't get what you want and you want to come back hat in hand, I'll listen. But I don't have I, – I, I'm dealing with a contract right now. I've got a guy that doesn't want to play for me.
6: And you've got a budget, your quarterback – Your running back, your wide receiver, Receiver, your
1: another corner. Corner. And Steven Jones, remember Rob even told us, he goes, I I realize what's going on at corner in two thousand twenty. Anthony Brown. He's also got a, a, a Woozie. He's Hold. got he's got all his all his corners. That's a sneaky need position for the Cowboys, by the way. Damn near the whole secondary is up. An eye, keep an eye on corners twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, keep an eye on cornerbacks there. Can I keep spend a lot of time with that Houston? No, the Houston kid, Mickey, uh, oh, okay. the, the the University of Houston kid. They're looking at those long corners, is what they're doing.
5: And by the way, is with the Patriots going back to the Chandler Jones uh, scenario? What they did in twenty sixteen, they signed a Chris Hogan, a restricted free agent. Chris Long, they traded for Kyle Van Noy from the Lions yep. uh, that offseason as well. or going into that season twenty seventeen, they took that money that they would have been paying to Chandler Jones. They signed free agents like well, Van Noy was was a guy uh, from the previous year and yep. uh, Hogan as well. They signed a Lawrence guy, a Philip Dorsett or Rex Burkhead this year with that free agent money that would have been going to Chandler Jones, their left tackle Trent Brown, Cordero Patterson, Adrian Claiborne, Danny Shelton, Jason McCourty are yeah. all guys that they were able to sign as free agents. Yeah. And that's 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 the way the Patriots have elected to do business. Just to make me – Isaiah Johnson at University of Houston, keep an eye on that name. Do you Isaiah think all that Johnson. works
3: if Tom yeah. Brady's not your quarterback? Well,
5: and that's – but, but again – And the point on that, the point on that, he makes fourteen million
1: dollars too at the quarterback. The the
5: point on that, yeah, they've got Brady, they've got Belichick. Their potential every year is to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they made that decision not to sign their edge rusher, and they were still able to reach their potential. They
1: get away with it because they get away with it because the quarterback and the coach, but they also by by doing that, people stay off their rear about it. You know, you make moves like that. If, if the Cowboys were to trade, what if the Cowboys were to trade Dak Prescott and and offer a second round pick for Josh Rosen? Is that a smart move? You're not you're, you got a quarterback for four years on a, on, a, on a really a rookie contract. I mean, see, that's the kind of moves. If you make those moves and you get away with it and you have success, then nobody ever. Oh, it's a smart team. Oh, wait, let's, Cause they want. Let's, six let's two two do
5: this instead. How about if the and just to play your scenario there? Again, it's radio. I'm not, not trying Yeah, you know, for I mean, the aggregators out there. Let's put yeah, we're not. Let's put a Super Bowl winning quarterback instead, <sighs> who's a free agent right now, Nick Foles. Okay. Okay. And you elect to go the Foles route rather than
1: the Prescott route, right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to get a quarterback on on cheap money That's that cheap. I, that okay. I that I might have right. had a top ten pick on, right? You know, or, or evaluation on.
5: Right is what I was thinking. of. Right. All right, do we need to take another break here? We're having such and, a good discussion. And
3: let's remember, let's see Foles do it over in a I agree. Season.
5: I agree. Has it been yeah. 48 minutes on the show already? It yeah. Is, it has. It has. So Jeez, I guess Mickey, You haven't been irritating to me. Have today. more talking cowboys in just a moment. <laughs> if you're like me, I had you no love, comeback.
3: I mean, if you have a. <laughs>
0: Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate ultimate lens package and get a second pair of frames find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com that's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply
1: back to talking cowboys
3: you guys have heard of Jack Black right yes yes we have absolutely well they've got a new product out right now it's called Turbo Body Scrub it has sea salts Arnica and Eucalyptus this multitasking formula featuring the invigorating Turbo Wash aroma works as a body scrub, muscle soak, and, Bill, body moisturizer. Oh. Eucalyptus. Is that what you said?
5: Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus.
3: Yeah, you, you know the stuff they put in the steam rooms at the health club. Mm, that yeah, smell. Really so were cool.
1: you and all the old Italian men hang out? That's and right. With solve the world's problems. The round uh, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But just sweaty Italian men. You gotta love that. Right? As a matter of
3: fact. <laughs> There's a blend of three mineral, mineral-rich, biodegradable salts, Hawaiian sea salt. You should have stopped at eucalyptus. Dead sea salt and Epsom salt that exfoliates and smooths the skin. And if you go to jackblack.com, you can find this product. It's $32, and I'll guarantee you,
1: you'll be feeling pretty good when it's over. Pretty good. Jack
3: Black. Dot com. In, more than in, pretty good. In
1: business news today, Mickey Spagnola named to the board of directors of Jack Black. <laughs> and remember, Jack <laughs> Black's the official
3: skincare brand of Oh, Dallas, man. Cal- right.
1: And talking cow. Let's cows. roll. Keep rolling.
5: Keep All rolling. right. Um,
1: anything more on Tank? You got anything else on Tank? All right, you know what? Hang in there, guys. Just hang in there. That's the best, you know. I mean, we. It's it, not
6: a good sign to me, and I'm, I'm just from the outside. They didn't take it up till today. Today's the deadline to try to get a deal done before you franchise a guy. The the fact that they just went ahead and did it yesterday, it doesn't seem like they're super close at the moment. No, they're probably telling them, you guys are crazy. Now, and the problem is, like, if deadlines make deals, the next deadline isn't for five months, four months. So July 15th. Does this thing drag all the way into the summer while Brian's on a fishing boat?
1: Please don't let that happen. The Dos Equis just in the middle of the light does not taste as good when you're doing <laughs>
6: that.
5: All right, from Lawrence's perspective, sh- should he go ahead and have the surgery done now or should he wait? What do you think?
6: Is it a leverage thing to not have the surgery? Well, now that on he, his end? he has it's
5: the – li- I think that's what it, why you would delay it.
3: Right, but you have the tag now, so you're not a free agent. So the Cowboys are responsible for the surgery, right? With the offer, a,
5: even without signing it, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. He's still there. They're, right, sure. He's got their rights. So maybe now you go and have it because if you're looking to do something else, that, does it that'll help, hold Lawrence?
5: Does it? Will it? Will it help, Lawrence? Though once it gets, l- let's say it drags out and we get close to July 15th, does it help him that the surgery is? taken care of in his negotiations or does it that shoulder surgery takes a while to recover from exactly to you're
3: months, do it, July 15th, 15th yeah. you're not starting
5: the season that's yeah, right you're exactly, missing exactly, exactly you know the first month of the season or whatever it is that's you know?
6: why that's why I have a hard time believing it's going to drag all the way till
1: then L- L- but I could be wrong can I ask you guys a question about Lawrence real quick it, from the Periscope they, they, they want to know. Do you consider him a top five defensive end overall in the league? In the league, in the league, Mac, Von Miller, Ziggy Ansah, Frank Clark, Olivier Vernon, Justin Houston, yeah. Chandler Jones, Melvin Ingram, Clowney, D. Ford. Yeah, I just Ansah
6: yeah. Ansah's up also, I think. He yeah, up. he is. He, he is coming. Up. Up. He
5: has a shoulder injury that he is coming off of.
6: I oh. think. I think everybody talks about Mac and Vaughn first.
1: Okay, and then after that, I think he's. Right? I mean, he's yeah. not right in that group? Mac is 28. Vaughn Miller's 30. Ansa's 30. Lawrence is 27. Frank Clark from Seattle is 26. Olivier Vernon's 29. The Giants are trying to move on from and him. Clowney's 26. No, D Ford's 27. Yeah. Uh, actually, 28, Mickey. 28. Yeah, Clowney's 26.
5: All right. So, what do you think the market is for Ezekiel Ansa coming off shoulder? I assume su- a surgery. I'm yeah. Not sure. He he played seven games, two starts, with just four sacks. The previous year he had he, twelve sacks in fourteen games. Has forty eight sacks in his career. Lawrence has thirty four sacks in his career.
1: He would terrify me signing him. Okay, it would. I, I, do, I just don't see a healthy player there. Right. Uh, yeah. I just don't. And 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 I don't know. I mean, playing. I just think it's so much about. I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this because I'm talking up Lawrence on a. You know, I mean, talking him up here, and you know, they're saying, "Well, your own your own people on radio are talking <laughs> well, about." I him. mean, it's pretty obvious. I, I he's one it. of I mean, the top. He guys. is. he's one of the top guys. I think he's probably, one of the top five. Everybody knows that. The, the yeah. fact that he plays the run, he's a complete
3: player. You've got a guy that can rush the passer from the strong side.
1: Yes, that that's happen. rare. Mm. That's rare. I mean, I, I look at these guys and I think about Clowney. Clowney, he moves all over the place, and but see, he's just a year younger. He's just a year you know, He was a first overall pick.
5: You know? I, I'm just looking at other edge rushers that would be out there. Preston Smith, Redskins, who played in a three four. Yeah. He had, he's coming off a four sack season, eight sacks their previous year.
3: See, that's the problem, by the way, you mentioned three four that Kansas
1: City's having with D, D Ford, Ford. Yeah.
3: Because they're moving to a four three. Right. And, and he doesn't
1: fit the prototype there. See, I'm looking at the same thing you are, Bill. I mean, again, that, that, to me, he's. You're talking about guys like, okay, uh, let's see, Michael Ben. He's signed uh, Cameron uh, Cameron Wake from the yeah, Dolphins. He's
5: ancient. He's 30 yeah, but he's 70.
1: 37 years old. Okay, is that a you know? Do you sign a 30? Well, you've already signed a 30-something-year-old tight end. Why not? Two months will be 37. Yeah, Jason Witten. Yeah. See that's where you know this is a little this is is dangerous though. It, it, but in the count- and Trey
5: Flowers is one guy, in New England, who's a young guy um, and coming off a seven and a half sack season after six and a half sacks the year before, twenty one sacks in forty six games. And and Lawrence has twenty
3: five in, in two, the last two, last two years. Last
5: two yep. years. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so how much does the previous injury issues that. Uh, Lawrence has had in his career concern you on a contract, going, five-year deal? I think Lawrence has played through so much. I mean, he's been, he's proven to be yeah. very uh, reliable yeah, in, he, in,
3: it's hard. in the it's, last two years. Are you trying to help the head coach? Or are you handicapping him?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I know. I know.
3: What? You, you, if he's on his last year of his contract. we yeah. made this big deal about the last year of his contract and he's got to show him that he can lead him to the NFC title game. And then you're going to take away his second best or first best defensive player. Go ahead, Jason. Go do it.
6: There's a difference between taking it away and not being able to afford him, though.
3: Well, then don't don't let your head coach hang. Mm. Because you let him hang with the wide receivers last year. Well, I think he had something to do with that, Mickey. Well, maybe he did. (laughs) But but are we assuming that Des
1: Bryant would have made a difference? No, no, I'm just saying, though, I, I think that Jason, he he likes to talk about they come to decisions by committee. Yeah, I, I understand. And I've, I've lived that. Head coach has power here. I, I think so. Daniel, Hunter, 125 years old, by the way.
6: Right. And D-Law's what, about to be 27? 27.
1: He's 27, 27 right now. Yeah, yeah. More than anything, DeMarcus is like the voice of that defense.
5: Yeah.
3: That's what you're giving up. More than the production, you're giving up the attitude, the leadership.
5: Well, How it, does the it, Lawrence it, compare with DeMarcus where? In terms of... Just his whole makeup, uh, and when you're talking about giving a guy um, 100
6: million dollars, D Law was extremely durable. I mean, one of the most
1: durable. D or wear Yeah, yeah. Um, I think when you start talking about they up both, until the both. I always judge this by how do offensive coordinators have to prepare, and I think Ware I think where legitimately he scares people. Even late in his career, he was scaring people. You know, and that's not to say you know Mickey's until talking.
3: The injuries. Yeah, last and then and, year.
1: then and then all of a sudden now, but you're talking about a guy playing left end too with Lawrence, which is rare that mm-hmm. he gets the pressure he does playing as a left end. You know, but man,
3: that's why Gregory got a lot of single blocks on that
1: side until yeah.
3: people said, "Oh, you know what? We better chip him every once in a while."
1: I hope I hope they're I hope they get this this thing with Gregory resolved. I really do. I think it's so unfair what the league has asked him to do. Again, I'll probably get fired for saying that. But, but no. But it, again, it, it is. It is. He, they ask him to do too much. Too much. This kid, he's tried everything. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm gonna rant here a little bit. You're fine. He's he's you know all, and he's put himself in this situation. I get it. But the things that they're asking him to do, you know, all the testing, all the counseling, all this, all this, all this, all this. You know what? I would smart smoking weed myself again. I mean, it, the pressure to have to do all that.
3: Saw a lot of that going on last week.
1: Yeah, uh, it's legal. No. It's, it's legal in that state. Saw saw a lot of it. It's legal in the state I you said were saw or smelled. But you know, I what, but, but you get what I'm saying. Well, yes, I do. I mean, help and the kid. Don't don't ask him to do things that are just they're impossible. And now, for so, he's, try. On
6: own, and now he's on his
3: own.
1: Yes, you're not without, helping him at all. Without the
6: structure, yes. And, and I wonder because Jason Garrett had a telling quote last week pretty insightful when he said you know my understanding relapse is part of rehab yeah. and and it's just I, I we don't know the dialogue between the league and and the cowboys and maybe medical people about Randy's situation but like it's well documented here the cowboys it's a medical issue it's not like a guy that just is just screwing off yeah. and keeps failing tests Yeah, there is an issue here medically and so w-
5: does the, does the league's position on marijuana will that Wait until the CB the new CBA before get ready. the exchange. Yeah, get ready. That's, we'll why, that's why we're not going to be talking Cowboys.
3: Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I'll be sitting at the lake <laughs> watching this, you know, because I have a feeling this thing is not this CBA. This is not going to be good for all of us. Trust me, this is not going to be good. Hmm. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, let's all figure something else to do in life. Because and, and with
6: that,
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, Start
6: Next, right. Tuesday, service Next
5: Tuesday, it'll be a free
0: agent preview edition. Of hey, here we Talkin go, Cowboys.